So before we get into today's podcast, man, I just want to make sure I um, offer my condolences and um, my prayers to the um, the families and the friends and to anybody that knew somebody that was um, killed or injured in the mass shootings that took place in El Paso, Texas and Dayton, Ohio and at the Garlic Fest in Gilroy, California, which happened last week. Uh, it was very, it was sad to, to say the least. It was very sad. Um, it pissed me off. Um, it was just a reminder that we are really living in some crazy times and shit is fucked up over here in America. So yeah, that's, that's what it did for me. It was a reminder. And I just want to make sure I keep those people lifted. You know, um, I don't really like to get into politics or religion you know, on this podcast, but I couldn't let this episode, you know, happen without at least acknowledging, you know, what happened and at least uh, offering, you know, my prayers and my sympathies. And also I need to offer my condolences and prayers to the families and friends of Nobel Peace Prize winner, Toni Morrison. Um, She was definitely a legend and icon in our history and in our, in our culture and we can't let her death go by unacknowledged uh, as well. So just wanted to make sure we did that before we got into all the other stuff. So let's do this thing like we always do. I'm just jiving, jiving, With Reggie Hathorn. Where's my damn cup? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, people? I am Reggie Hathorn, and this is the ninth episode of Purple Cup Talk. Y'all know I'm excited about that, right? And on this podcast, we talk about real shit, random shit, and relatable shit. Sometimes you get one, sometimes you get two, sometimes you get all three. But rest assured, you will get one. And where can you find this podcast? You can find it on iTunes. You can find it on Spotify. You can go to purplecuptalk.com. And now, I am hella excited about this. You can find Purple Cup Talk on iHeartRadio. That is a big deal to me. Yes, And I am going to give you guys the tour dates of Purple Cup Talk live tour. I'm giving it to you up front. I'm not waiting to the end of the podcast because I have found out that some of y'all ain't listening to the whole thing. You got to listen to the whole thing. So for those of you people who be cutting this podcast off in the middle, this is for you. So Purple Cup Talk live tour will get kicked off in L.A. on September the 14th. And then we go to Baltimore. Then we go to D.C., then Philly, then New York then Detroit, then uh, Cleveland, and then Chicago, and Charlotte, North Kakalaki. I just want to say Kakalaki. And I don't, I don't know if people still say Kakalaki, but I'm saying I wasn't familiar with Kakalaki until Jodeci hit us with the Kakalaki back in like 91. So Charlotte, North Kakalaki, Atlanta, Georgia, Jacksonville, Florida, Birmingham, Alabama, Jackson, Mississippi, Memphis, Tennessee, Little Rock, Arkansas, Dallas, Texas, 
Houston, Texas, and we will round this thing off in St. Louis on November the 12th. So if you don't have your tickets, yeah, I'm going to tell you how you can get your tickets. All you got to do is go to purplecuptalk.com and click on the events tab and bam, that's where you can get your tickets. So now I got to thank all the listeners from everywhere, wherever you are listening from. I appreciate it. Whatever platform you are listening to me on, I appreciate it. And you guys know I got to thank my top fans. Those are the people that that are always on my page on Facebook. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on YouTube and you can find me on IG at Just Jiving. So thank you to all my top fans. They show me major love. And I got to also thank the valued commenters. Those are the people that no matter what they say, I value that shit. And to my supporters, those are the people that said, hey, Reggie, we believe in you. We like what you're doing. We're going to give you a few dollars every month to make sure your cup stays full so you can keep drinking while you're doing this. So you can keep sipping while you're doing this. So you can keep jiving with the purple cup while you're doing this. That's who those people are. And if you want to be one of those people, if you want to be a supporter, all you got to do is go to purplecuptalk.com, click on the support tab and bam, there you are. And this cup, this episode is sponsored by me. Well, the cup is sponsored by LaWanda. Yay, yay, yay. Let me look up LaWanda's last name. LaWanda, what's your last name? She know what her last name is. LaWanda sponsored a cup. She didn't sponsor the episode, but I still appreciate it. LaWanda did sponsor a cup. But this episode is sponsored by me. And this is a friendly reminder that the call-in segment will be starting shortly. I told you guys that it was going to start on the 13th of August. I lied. I lied. I'm still working out some kinks on the whole call in thing on the whole system. Um, So, yeah, it's going to start on the 20th. I know I'll have everything worked out by then. So it'll be on August 20th. And the call in segment is going to be called Purple Cup Talk Live. So, yes, it will be live where people can call in and add their two cents. And if you have some topics that you would like to discuss or if you have an experience that you have you know, gone through and you want us to hear about it. Send that in to purple. No, I'm sorry. Send that in to Reggie at purplecuptalk.com or you can email it to info at purplecuptalk.com. You can do one, you can send it in and we can, you know, talk about what you're going through. If you just got a, a suggestion, something that you saw in another group or something, you think it'd be an interesting topic. You want to hear, you know, the male perspective and the female perspective from people you don't know. Send it in and we can talk about it. So today, man, I got got some real i got some relatable and i got some random but here's the thing i'm not gonna keep y'all long today last week i kept y'all for like 58 minutes this week i'm telling you now when i'm done i'm just gonna be like boop i'm over i'm done so i'm probably gonna shut this thing down at like 37 minutes but before we get into any of the real any of the relatable any of the random let me give you guys a personal update what's going on with your boy all right So I started the J.J. Smith cleanse, and this is in by no means uh, an advertisement, (laughs) advertisement. Uh, So I started the J.J. Smith cleanse, and it's the the 10 day green smoothie cleanse. Let me tell you all some. I started doing it on Monday and I've lost weight where I've at least lost inches. I don't know if I've lost weight because I ain't got a scale. (laughs) I'm the dude. That I try on the same clothes. I try on these two shirts every morning, two shirts and a pair of jeans. I try the same 
three articles of clothing on every month, every morning. Got a gray button down shirt and a blue button down shirt. Try those on. Let me give you guys a victory report. Today, when I tried that gray shirt on, it was looser than it was on Monday. The blue shirt, it was looser than it was on Monday. So I am losing inches. The, the jeans, they still fit the same. But your boy has been losing inches. And I need to give me a scale so I can see exactly how much weight I'm losing. But I'm excited about the clothes fitting different. And I'm telling you now, I'm going to be sexy by the end of the month. You ain't going to be able to tell me shit. I'm just giving you a heads up. Also, I have started taking vitamins. I started taking a multivitamin on Monday as well. If you can't tell, I'm trying to get my health together, man. I'm trying to look better. I'm trying to feel better. I'm trying to be better. So, again, I'm taking some chewables. I take two chewables a day and I started getting my rest. I go to bed at a decent time. I wake up like feeling refreshed. I take my time in the morning getting dressed like I actually sit down and eat. I'm not just eating on the go like I always do. I mean, I still eat on the go, but my breakfast, I actually take time to sit down. And this morning I had me some boiled eggs with lemon pepper on them. If you haven't had boiled eggs with lemon pepper on them, you are missing out. And the other meals I've eaten today, I've had like green smoothies, uh, some chicken and some spinach and stuff like that. So I'm like, I'm really following the diet, you know, to a T. Because I want to get this weight off, man. It's like, it ain't fun being heavy all the time. You know what I'm saying? Also, yeah, I just feel better. You know, I just feel better. I'll, I got to tell you guys this. I have been making up my bed. Today is the 18th consecutive day that I have made my bed up. And I know y'all are like, uh, so fucking what? You made your bed up. Making up your bed, it just gives you a sense of peace, a sense of clarity, my thoughts are more organized. It's like when I leave the house, I know when I come back, I'm coming back to a peaceful spot. And it just does something for me to know that my bed is made up. Like I said, man, my thoughts are more organized. I'm I'm getting back to being creative because I, for some reason I haven't been in the most creative space in the past month or so. But now that I've been making my bed up, stuff is just coming to me. And I'm serious. You need to try making up your bed. And don't just like pull your covers up and throw them over the pillows. No, make your bed up like your grandmama had you make your bed up. Make sure them corners are tight. Make sure those sheets are tight and tucked. That's how you need to make your bed up. That's how I make mine up every single morning. And I feel like my life is just just getting on track. You know, not only my thoughts clear, I'm losing weight. I'm getting healthy. Hell, you know, when you start Getting in your 40s and 50s, man, you got to start looking at you. You got to start taking your health more seriously, man, because we listen. I got some friends that shit in the early 40s that just left this place, you know, because of heart attacks or whatever. And, you know, and they thought they were like they thought they had a clean bill of health. So I'm just saying take care of yourself. And I'm not one of those people that just because I'm starting to take care of myself, I'm preaching that. Because I don't like when people do that. You know, how when people get saved, they want to start bringing you to Jesus immediately. They start having all the start reading all the word and all that type of stuff. I mean, start putting the word, just forcing the word down your, down your mouth. I'm not that dude, but I've always, you know, preached health and stuff like that, even though I didn't practice it all the time, but now I'm practicing it too. So just take care of your bodies, man. That's all I'm asking you to do. And I don't know if you guys listened to last week's episode, but if you didn't, you're missing out. If you didn't go catch up, but if you didn't, this might not make sense to you. No, I'm just kidding. This will make sense to you. Uh, update on the voice over demo reel. I got one more track and I will be done with my voice, my voice over demo reel. I am hella excited about becoming a voice actor. Hella excited. 
Also, another update, my stepmom, Michelle, my dad's wife, she is uh, starting chemo next week. She has beat cancer twice and they found a growth about a month ago. She had it taken out and they just want to make sure that it's gone. So they're going to do like a a maintenance type of uh, chemo therapy starting next week. So keep her in your prayers as well. And the last thing, last personal update on me. Yeah, I've been missing out on Queen Sugar. I miss Queen Sugar. I missed the last two episodes. I feel like a piece of my life is missing. I need to see what's going on with my girlfriend, Charlie and Nova. They are both my girlfriends. And if I was really into women that were 14, 15 years older than me, Unvi would be my girlfriend. But I'm not. I'm not into women that old. Not that she's hella old, but that's 14 years older than me. But yes, I miss Queen Sugar and I'm going to catch up on I'm going to do some binge watching this weekend. I'm going to watch that. I'm going to watch. Uh, I think it's The Boys. And I think that comes on on Amazon Prime or Amazon video or whatever that is. So I need to catch up on Queen Sugar. So now let's get into this reel. That has been that was the personal update. So this is real. What we're about to talk about is kind of real. Well, it's real. It's definitely real. Um, and it's kind of relatable. Uh, it's a recap of what happened on my page today on the Just Jiving page. Go check out Just Jiving. All right. All right. So, yes, I put a poll up on the page and the poll read. If you are interested in someone and they tell you they are not in a space to date, do you stick around and hope they change their mind or do you keep it moving? So about 1,200 people voted on this. This, the results are going, the results got, I knew it was going to go this way, but man, it was so lopsided. 1,100 people said, keep it moving. I'm going to keep pushing. And 100, 100 said, I'm going to stick around. And I just want to read a few comments from some people that commented on this particular poll And then I'll give you what I do, you know. Uh, So let's start with uh, Monroe. Let's start with the funny shit. Let's start. His comment was pretty damn funny to me. He said, these days, persistence easily looks like a criminal charge. (laughs) And that is true. You know, you can't be too persistent these days because people look at you as a creep. They look at you as a stalker. And yeah, you can't be like persistent like you used to. You can't be, they, they look, oh, he thirsty, you know, just because you want to stick around. So yes, you have to be very careful these days because persistence looks like a criminal charge. So I agree with Monroe and James Stiegel. He said, if she's not ready yet, I am going, I got no problem falling back, but I'm definitely sticking around for friendship slash support. That's usually a good way to finally win her heart. James Stiegel is a player. He is a smooth dude. He is a gentleman. James Stiegel got game because that is exactly what the the, the, the real men do. I ain't gonna say the real men, but no, I get James on that. You know, even if she's not ready and you really like her, James like, man, I'm gonna hang in there. We're going to be friends. I'm gonna support her. She going to support me, not financially, but just, you know, mental support, emotional support. And he said, that's usually a good way to finally win her heart. That is true. It's a good way. It ain't always, it's nothing is a hundred percent, but that way does 
work because she believes in you. She trusts you now. She knows you got her back. And so when she starts, you know, coming out that, you know, coming out of that space and she wants to date again, hopefully, you know, she, you know, she considers you. Hopefully she's like, huh, who was there for me when I was going through all of my trials and tribulations? James was. James, what you doing Friday? You want to go out? And James can be like, yup, because I've been there to support you. I've been your friend. So, yeah, I, I see what James is talking about right here. Uh, Sheree Brown, she said, if he's not ready, you give. Now, this is the female perspective. If he's not ready, you give him his space with well, a woman's perspective. I don't really like using the word female. Um, if he's not ready, I know I'm keep bouncing around. But if he's not ready, you give him his space, but also let him know that as a friend, you are there for support. But also you may not be romantically involved. A group, a good, true friend is hard to find. So stick around just as a friend, but find someone that will be with you on the level you are looking for. Cherie, I'm with you. She says, hey, look, just be that dude's friend. Support him. You don't have to necessarily get romantically involved with him. He already said you ain't in the space to date. So don't be giving up the goods if you want more than that. Cause he already told you, Hey, look, I ain't in that space right now. So if he's not in that space, she's basically saying you ain't got to be romantically involved because he ain't in that space. And I'm not giving up no ass. If, if you ain't in that space while, while I'm in that space, you know what I'm saying? And she said, just because a true, a good, true friend is hard to find. And that is very true. So I definitely agree with her on that. She says, so just stick around as a friend, but find someone that will be with you on the level you are looking for. That's very true. Find somebody that's on the same page you are. That's a good place to start. Doesn't necessarily mean y'all going to be compatible, but that is a very good starting place. And Sarita Shardo, she said, I had a guy stick around because he understood what I was going through. That made me want to be in a space to date him. He is still around. So he didn't bounce. He did not bounce so basically all these people kind of saying the same thing now it's one lady let me find her uh comment let me find hers i may have to go through too much to get to it it may take me too much time but let me see here yeah one lady said uh i'm 50 ain't gonna buy anybody got time for that and i'm 50 she said i didn't have time for that when i was 21 so yeah some people ain't, ain't going for that and i'm i'm like that too i'm all about bouncing i'm about getting up out of there but at the same time I do kind of want to stick around. It depends on, you know, what I think of this chick. Now, if it was just somebody just if I knew going in, it was just for, you know, some sex. Then I might get on up out of there. But if I really like the chick, I might, you know, I'm gonna stick around. But I might I might start dating somebody else, too, because I ain't finna just wait on your ass like that. But, I'll, you know, I'll be your partner. I'll be your friend. You know, we can hang out every now and again, but I'm not finna give you a lot of my attention. Because, as you know, people say, you distracting me, you keeping me from my real blessing. You ain't finna block my blessing. You over here, you don't want nothing. And I do. So I ain't finna give you all of my attention because you are keeping me from getting the real chick that I want. Well, not the real chick that, I, well, yeah, the real chick that I want because you ain't in the same space as me. So that is what the people said on that. And a real quick recap on Monday, I posted. When was the last time you engaged in some real self-reflection? 
Man, without going into too much detail, because, man, this podcast could last forever if I went into the detail on that one. I am really big on self-reflection. I'm really big on it because for a lot of reasons. I mean, I feel like it makes me a better person when I, you know, really do some self-reflection because I like to know where I fucked up. I just do. And what can I do different? Uh, Was it my fault? And if it was my fault, own it. You know, just don't, you know, I don't, I'm not really big on blame and I've noticed and not like beating myself up, but I have noticed when I go through the whole self-reflection process that a lot of the times it was me (laughs) and I'm not saying I'm just a real fucked up dude, but I've done some fucked up shit and, and everything and all of the self-reflection is not relationship, you know, based, you know, with someone that I was intimate with. Sometimes it's with another family member or sometimes it's even with yourself. You know, it's even with me, you know, I've done some stuff that was harmful to me, but I've also had some wins. I don't just look at all the bad stuff, but I start off there. I start off with the bad things that I did or just the mistakes that I made. I'm not going to say everything was bad just because it was a mistake doesn't necessarily make it, you know, bad. But I start with my mistakes. I start with my losses and I say to myself, Reggie, what happened here? What did you do? How did you feel? Was it your fault or was it, you know, the universe fault or that per- somebody else's fault, you know, the other party that's involved. And like I said, a lot of times I find out it's me. And sometimes I do find out it was another person. But I, you have to do some self-reflection in order to grow, in order to evolve. And here in the last few days with me starting to do the J.J. Smith cleanse, I've been purging. And not only purging, you know, from an eating and weight perspective, but I've just been getting, you know, shit out of me, you know. Just getting all that that bad energy out of me. And I do that by, you know, self-reflecting. Like I said, I just want to see what's going on with me and to make some changes or decide that, hey, you know what? I don't have the energy to try to change, you know, that, you know, that particular behavior or some things are or character. I don't have the energy to try to change that. That's just going to be what it is. So, yeah. So I'm really big on self-reflection and. Wow, this one young lady, she said, um, Sarita, again, I just realized I copied and pasted something else she said. I don't even know her. But yeah, she said, currently, because I am dealing with my childhood, some things from my past and how they affect me now. Listen, I am really, you know, when you get older and you look back and like and you really start trying to assess like behavior patterns, um, like, for example, uh, I don't know Sarita, so I can't really speak too much to, you know, the things that she's dealing with. But I, I'm dealing with things from my childhood as well. I realized that I was a runner. I realized that I have uh, abandonment issues. I have trust issues. And so I choose to work on those things. And I pay close attention to when I notice those behaviors like start to surface in relationships, you know, you know, whether they be romantic relationships or relationships with a friend or a cousin or family or whatever, I pay close attention to it. And I'm like, hold on, Reggie, that's some trust shit. That's some abandonment issue shit. They aren't doing anything wrong. You know, that's some shit that you've dealt with that you're dealing with. So, you know, work on that and actually, you know, and even let that person know, communicate that to that person. Like, Hey, I got some abandonment issues. Let them know that because they may decide, hey, I ain't going to fuck with you then. Like, especially if it's in a dating situation. I'm like, ah, I don't want to fuck with nobody with abandonment issues. I don't want to fuck with nobody with, you know, trust issues. And trust issues can go in so many different directions. Um, and we, 
you know, I don't, yeah, I guess we can get into that a little bit. Trust issues can go into like so many different directions. They may ch- like cheating issues, you know, they may trust you that you're going to cheat on them or they may, I mean, they may not believe, you know, they may uh, not, they may believe you're going to cheat on them because that's a trust issue. Uh, that's something that they've dealt with in the past, or they may, you know, have a feeling that you might leave them. You know, they don't trust people to love them. So, you know, these, this self-reflection is like really a big thing. So I'm dealing with a lot of self-reflection now because I'm trying to take this brand to the next level. I'm trying to take my life to the next level. I'm just trying to just get to the next level. And in order to get to the next level, I want to get some of this weight off of me. And so in order for me to get some of this weight off of me, you know, in order for you to go higher, you got to get lighter. Can't get heavier as you go as you go higher. You got to get lighter. So you got to get some shit off you which is the reason I am self-reflecting. And with that, I'm getting a lot of shit off me. I am getting a lot of shit off me, even if I'm just writing it down, putting it on paper or getting it out of my system by talking about it, you know, or just whatever. I'm getting it off of me so I can go to the next level so I can evolve. So those are the real things that I wanted to talk about today. The self-reflection And the poll that I did on my page about would you leave or would you stay if somebody said they aren't interested in dating right now? Because they didn't say they weren't interested in you. They just said they're not in the space today. So now let's talk about a few. We'll say they're relatable. Let's say they're relatable. Um, The film When They See Us. And I'm going to speak about two films when it comes to uh, uh, two films. Uh, When They See Us got 16 Emmy nominations. I am hella excited about that and i was trying to find the the 16 different categories that they were nominated in but i couldn't find that but i am just so excited about that and i am really excited for ava duvernay i am excited for uh jerrell jerome i am really excited for that dude because he killed Corey wise he was so believable he had you crying i mean he killed Corey wise and especially if you see the oprah follow-up to uh when they see us and you actually get a chance to see the real Corey wise you will see that he he man it was a perfect um damn i don't know why i can't think of the word right now but he he played that part perfectly and so i'm happy that he at least got the nomination and i'm really thinking he's gonna win i really do so that comes on on september 22nd i will be like all in the tv watching that because I really want to see what uh, when they see us uh, does in regards to the Emmys and also the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I love that show. If you are not watching the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, you are missing out. It is like very well written. The acting is phenomenal. It's kind of quirky. It's just like intelligent humor and I love intelligent humor. And so get into that. Check it out. I'm serious. Check it out. And some music that I want to talk about. First, I want to talk about two different uh, artists that. Uh, well, first, one, one of them disappointed me. Chance the Rapper disappointed me with this last album. Not a fan. Not a fan. That one was not for me. Um, I couldn't really tell what he was doing on it. I couldn't tell. I, I just couldn't. I couldn't get into it. I couldn't see what he was what he was trying to deliver. I just, I couldn't follow it. Yeah. He lost me with that one. And I want to ask the people, what is up with Lizzo? What is the big deal about Lizzo? I'm not a fan of the music. I am not a fan of the music and I'm not going to say it's a generation thing. Uh, because I think music, you know, transcends, you know, generations. Um, 
But yeah, not the fan. And she has like blown up and people are loving Lizzo. I don't see what the hype is. Well, somebody please explain Izzo to me. And also, I want to tell you guys, uh, I went live the other day on my Facebook page. And this one guy named Scott Adams said, what music are you listening to right now? So I'm going to give you guys some stuff that I am listening to. It's it's new and old. So don't think I'm just going to hit you with all new albums. I am listening to the Indigo album, the Chris Brown album that came out. I think it was like the end of June. That album is bomb. That album is bomb. It's a lot of songs on it. But check it out. The album is bomb. That's all I got to say. I'm listening to Daniel Caesar's uh, new album. Love it. I love the song he got out with Brandy. They are actually playing that on the radio. I love that. I love another song he got on there called Super Superposition. I love that song. Uh, Daniel Caesar gets a little raunchy on this album. He gets a little he gets in there. He gets a little graphic on this one. I'm checking out the Nas album, The Lost Tapes. Very nice joint. Love that joint. I am checking out Prince. A, a piano and a microphone. That's what that album is called. And it is hella dope. It is like quintessential Prince. If you never got a chance to see Prince in your life, you might as well just kill yourself. And I'm so serious because your life uh, won't be, it just, it's not complete. If you didn't see Prince, you will have an unfulfilled life. If you didn't see Prince in concert. And if you listen to my last episode, you know, I saw Prince and I, I've seen Prince in concert at least I don't know, man. I saw him twice in Dallas and saw him like three times in Minneapolis. I saw him at the Glam Slam. We had the club. Saw him perform there in a smaller venue. I've seen him perform in Chicago. I've seen him perform at a larger uh, venue in Minneapolis. I love Prince, man. So check out a piano and a microphone. And my favorite on that particular album is the international one and uh, cocaine and coffee. Man, Prince is just that dude. I'm listening to Ravina. Uh, Ravina kind of has an Emile LaRue type of sound. She's very whimsical. Got like a a lighter voice, but it's very smooth. She also kind of puts you in the mind of uh, Kareem Bailey Ray. Her voice is not as uh, not not that Kareem Bailey's voice is harsh, but it's very distinct, defined. Her voice. uh, So Ravina's voice is a little bit more uh, rounded on the edges, if that makes sense. Uh, Also. I'm checking out Jimmy Scott. Check out Jimmy Scott. Check out the album that came out in 1999. It's called Holding Back the Years. He has some um, Simply Red on there. He does Princes, Nothing Compares to You. Look, you got to check that album out. Um, and it is a man. I know you're, pro- you're probably going to think it's a woman, but it's not. He has uh, he had a condition. I can't think of what it's called right now. Keeley's or something like that. I forgot. Not Keeley's, but it begins with a K. He had a condition to where his throat, he never did go through puberty. So his throat, um, his voice box never did fully develop. His larynx never fully developed. So he has a lighter voice. He sounds like a woman singer. So, but check him out. His dude is dope. And I got to end that with my boy, Raphael Sadiq. His album, Jimmy Lee, is coming out on August 23rd. And I will be the first to get it. I bet I do. Because on the 22nd at 9.01 Eastern Standard Time, I will be getting that out, which is, uh, no, I'm not saying that wrong. At 9.01 Pacific, which is 12 something Eastern. I'm getting that album. I love Raphael Sadiq, man. He's just like a hell of a writer, hell of a composer. 
just a great singer, uh, just a musician, man. He, in, in his own way, he puts me in the mind of Prince. Not that I think he's just as dope as Prince, but he is dope in his own right. I really love Raphael Sadiq. And speaking of Prince, you know who, um, you know how people always say we'll probably never have another Prince. We'll never have another Michael Jackson. I do think, uh, I'm not saying we're going to have another Prince, but you know who, who kind of puts me in the mind of Prince? Not saying that his uh, catalog is going to be just as dope as Prince's, but uh, Anderson Pack. I love Anderson Pack. He's a musician. He can sing, he writes, he composes, he's an entertainer, but he doesn't dance and do all that. So we can kind of, you know, Prince did everything. You know, he had his booty out. I don't think Anderson Pack is going to have his booty out. Prince came out with the booty out pants. That's all Prince. So when you look up booty out pants, you're going to see Prince. So, so far I've given you real. I've given you, I guess that was kind of relatable. It's kind of relatable. And I want to end this thing off with a couple things that happened to me in my Uber. First of all, first of all, I don't know how I forgot to tell you guys this when I was talking about Queen Sugar. But you guys know I drive for Uber in the mornings and I live in Los Angeles, just so you know. I picked up. I would go through the whole story of how this all happened, but I ain't got time to do all that right now. But just know. That I picked up Micah. Micah from Queen Sugar. Yeah, the fake woke dude. He really ain't woke. But in, in he he fake woke, you know, in the in the show. <laughs> Not in real life. But I picked him up at LAX the other day. Really cool young man. Uh 24 years old. Um, his real name is Nicholas. Like I said, I picked him up. We talked for a few minutes on his drive home. Uh it was like an hour ride. Cool young dude. We took a selfie. If you want to see the selfie of me and Micah, just go to my page on Facebook and Instagram and check out the selfie that I took with Micah in the car. Cool young cat. You know what I'm saying? So glad I got a chance to, you know, to meet somebody from the Queen Sugar cast. Here's the last thing I want to talk about with this Uber thing. Um, so I, I, let me start this off. So you get the request, right? And it shows you the person's name. And the young, I was about to pick up this uh, lady named May, M-A-E, May. So, you know, I'm driving around the corner, pulled up at May's house and I'm parked, you know, out walks this young lady. And I say young lady because she looks like she was in her 20s. You know, that's young to me. I'm 46. Um, she had on like um, like some tight sweatpants and like a halter type shirt where you could see her stomach. Um, cute young girl. She was cute. Uh, had the little scarf on her head, you know, and she had a backpack that looked like it could have been not a Barney backpack, but like a little, you know, cartoon character backpack. And she had a little boy with her. I was like, oh, it's a cute little dude. So I'm sitting in the car. They're walking over to the car and I'm like, but I don't see a, a car seat with this young lady. Hmm. But she had a backpack and I have seen people that would have a uh, collapsible car seats in their backpack. I'm like, Oh, maybe she got one of those. Okay. You know, she keep coming. So she got over to the car. She opened the back door and as she stuck her head in, you know, you got to confirm. I said, may she said, Reggie, I was like, uh, please tell me you have a car seat. She said, no, I don't. I said, well, I can't take you. She's like, what you mean? You can't take me. I said, I can't take you. You don't have a car seat and you have a little fella with you. 
She said, look, man, I'm just trying to go home. It's not even that far. It's right. It's about two miles from here. I said, look, I'm not taking you because something could happen from right here to that stoplight right there. And if something happens from here to there, I don't want to be responsible for that little dude getting hurt. She said, he ain't going to get hurt. She said, man, just take me, man. I just got my hair done. I'm just trying to get home. I said, May, I'm not going to take you. And I was very adamant. I was very direct. I said, I'm not going to take you. She said, well, fuck you then. Fuck you then. You ain't got to take me then. Close your own goddamn door. And I'm going to leave the door open so you got to get out and close the motherfucker yourself. I was like, fine. And she walked off. I got out the car and I was getting ready to close. You know, I walked around and closed the, the back passenger door. And she said, well, fuck you with your ugly ass. I said, May, now we both know that I'm not ugly. But how about the next time, instead of you getting your hair done, you get a damn car seat. And she said, man, I will fuck your car up. I will tear that motherfucker up. I said, May, I got my, my phone right here. Do you want me to film you fucking up my car? She said, well, fuck it then. Fuck it. She just walked on in the house and I got in the car and went on about my business. So I'm saying all that to say choices, choices. You want to get your hair done or you want your child to be in danger? (laughs) Which one do you want? So was I wrong? You know what I'm saying? Was I wrong? I mean, you know, I I mean, she wasn't going to go far. What was I going to make? Three dollars. But I was going to put the little man's life at risk for three dollars. I was going to put my license at risk. If a cop saw, you know, the head, the, the little boy's head in the backseat, he'd have been like, oh, this dude ain't got no car seat. Pull me over. Do you think I was going to risk a little boy's life and my license for $4? And she called me ugly. <laughs> I mean, you know, ugly is subjective. It is subjective, but she called me ugly. So anyway, guys, that is it for today. I'm not holding y'all long today, but make sure you share this episode. Make sure you share. Make sure you follow. And again, you can check me out on iTunes, Spotify, iHeart and PurpleCupTalk.com. I am glad you guys had a chance to listen to me. I'm glad I uh, had a chance to have something to say. I'm glad I had something to say. So anyway, I want you guys to uh, enjoy your weekend. And like I said, share this podcast on your page, uh, share it with your friends, all of that. And also get your tickets to the Purple Cup Talk Live tour, which kicks off in L.A. on September the 14th. And like I said, it moves about the country from there. Make sure you get caught up in that move. So I want to thank all of you guys. I want to thank my top fans. I want to thank the valued commenters and the supporters. Ah. Love ya. And that's it. That's all I got for you guys. You guys be careful out there in them streets. And I'm Reggie Hathorne. I'm just driving. my damn cup.